I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 251 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have a very motivational guest joining me today. Colin Wayne is a former staff sergeant in the U.S. Army. He was hit by a rocket blast and honorably discharged, and he found fame as an international fitness model. He has inspired millions of fans to lead a healthy lifestyle. He is also a very successful entrepreneur who founded Redline Steel. Colin Wayne will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. Tomorrow on the podcast, we're going to head into the kitchen where we find Chef Jerome Brown, known as Chef Rome. He is a personal chef for celebrities such as Shaq, Cam Newton, Priscilla Presley, and many others. He has a few cookbooks out there as well, so if you're a dad that's into cooking or likes to eat, don't miss out on tomorrow's episode. Wednesday, we have former Green Beret Zach Hughes joining me here for a Warrior Wednesday edition of the podcast. And Thursday, I will have an NFL legend and one of the best college football players of all time, Tim Brown, who won the Heisman Trophy while playing at Notre Dame. He was also enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a Raider. He'll be here talking family life and fatherhood, so don't miss out on that. It's an incredible honor. Make sure you lock it in. And Friday for Frogman Friday this week, we're going to have a former Navy SEAL who was hit with cancer. Dan Mulroy will be joining me to finish off the week. Okay, so it is a week that's packed with some great content here. And let me say the month of October is really set to be one of the best months of First Class Fatherhood to date. Next week, I'm going to be continuing my Monday Motivation Entrepreneur episodes. And I'm going to drop the name of next week's guest at the conclusion of today's episode. I'll give you a little hint as to who it is. The movie that is based on his life story was nominated for Best Picture of the Year. So hang in until the end of today's episode to find out who it is. Also next week, I'm going to have another NFL Hall of Famer and one of the greatest players of all time in the National Football League. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out who that one is. And come on, dads, let's go. Be sure you're telling every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list about the show that is celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with entrepreneur Colin Wayne. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, First Class Fatherhood is being brought to you today by Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They sent me their lawnmower 2.0, and I wish they had something like this years ago. I can't tell you how many times I've nicked my nuggets in the shower while shaving, and you definitely don't want to be using the same razor on your face that you're using down there on the two amigos. The lawnmower 2.0 is an electric trimmer with skin-safe technology. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. So let's go, dad. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off their entire order, plus free shipping by using the promo code FATHER. Go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code FATHER at the checkout, save 20% off, and get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER. All right, joining me now is a First Class Father. He is a veteran of the U.S. Army who has been featured on the covers of international fitness magazines such as Men's Fitness and Muscle and Fitness. He is also a successful entrepreneur who has been featured in Forbes and Entrepreneur. It is a huge honor for me to say, Colin Wayne, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. 
All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? So I've got uh, three kids. My oldest is um, eight years old, just turned eight in June. His name's Carson. And I've got two daughters. Breland is two years old. She'll be three in November. And then I just had a daughter in May. Her name's Brindley. Wow, yeah, congratulations there. Uh, did you did you find out what you were having with all of them, or you do like the gender reveal thing? <laughs> no, man, I found out. I, I'm, I'm a planner, so I got to know. I'm not just going to sit back and wait. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we definitely wanted to know as soon as possible. Uh, okay, very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities you got the 8-year-old into? Uh, he loves baseball, but he's a sports fanatic. I mean, he does everything but soccer, but um, but really, really big into baseball. Okay, all right, that's awesome. All right, uh, Colin, please, just do me a favor here and take a minute to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Sure, so I've got um, a lot of layers to me. Um from Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, unlike a lot of people, it's, it's actually a pretty big city. It's the uh, fastest-growing county in, in the state of Alabama. But um, I was uh, emancipated at 16, joined the military at 17, um, did almost seven years, did three tours, Egypt, Iraq, Afghanistan. I got injured in Afghanistan, transitioned into the fitness modeling side, um, was successful with it, and started to grow a social media following, which it's now transitioned into over 3 million followers across social media. Um, without a PR firm, without an agency, just literally direct messaging and establishing a rapport, I landed over 50 magazine covers with big publications like Men's Fitness, Muscle and Fitness, Iron Man, um, Muscle and Performance, and many, many, many other publications around the world. Um, and then I started to look at, like, all right, what's next? And I looked at, you know, like, what's the longevity? I've got kids now. Like, how can I, um, you know, with modeling, you know, there's that you have a time period that you can only do it for so long. Uh, so I was doing great. And, you know, I was, I was at the pinnacle of my career within the fitness modeling side, but I transitioned into uh, opening my own company, which is Redline Steel. I started that, I started the development process back in 2015, but we officially launched in January of 2016. And so now we've scaled that business from 5,000 square feet into over 110,000 square feet, uh, over 40 employees, and have grossed uh, you know, well over $30 million in three years. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a very, very brief overview. Yeah, yeah. What an incredible journey that you've had here, Colin. And, and how old were you when you first became a, a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? So I, when I just got back from Iraq in 2010, I met my ex-wife and found out that after about a month after I asked her to be my girlfriend, that she was going to be pregnant. So it was definitely a surprise. I had no, wasn't expecting it, wasn't planned, but it's definitely been a, a massive blessing on my side. But I was um, just turned 21 when I wow. found out. Yeah, okay. And, and what are some of the challenges of being, uh, you, you know, running a multi-million dollar company like yours while being a mm -hmm. father? So, you know, I, I look at it, you know, I mentioned I've got three kids, but Redline's my baby as well. And so I think for entrepreneurs out there that, you know, it's going to be very difficult for you to have that work-life balance, um, that there really isn't such a thing, especially when you're in infant stages of, of a fast, hyper-growth company. 
Um, it definitely takes a lot of sacrifice, but at the end of the day, like Redline is my baby as well. So I, I call it a fourth kid. And when you're starting a business, you really have to look at it as a newborn baby that it needs constant attention. And until you can get into the macro um, within your business, it's gonna it's gonna you know be that way for a while. So it does take a lot of attention. It's gonna take attention on the weekends, at nights, and it really you know you get what you put into it. So um, yeah, I guess technically I've got four kids because Redline's my baby as well. <laughs> yeah, well said. And and I know that you know you were I, I believe a high school dropout. I read that somewhere. Yeah, probably, uh, probably in Forbes or entrepreneur. Yeah, so I uh, right. you know, emancipated at 16. So um, basically what happened is I moved from my mom's house to my dad's house, and it transitioned where um, the scheduling with uh, the high schools were different. You go from block periods, which is four periods, to seven periods, and it's going to hold me back another year. And in first grade, I was I was held back as well, so I was already kind of older in my class, I didn't want to be 19 years old and graduate high school. And so I just made a decision where, look, man, I'm going to, I'm going to join the military. Now military can help me pay for college if I want to go that route. And uh, my parents supported it. And so I, um, yeah, so I just got my GED and joined the military a few days after my 17th birthday. Yeah, now that, that's incredible to go from, you know, high school dropout to now running a multi-million dollar business, you know, being yeah. in Forbes and all that. Now, it, it's uh, very encouraging. And I know that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of military veterans, they struggle once they leave the military with finding that what's next. Like, what, what type of advice do you have for them guys out there, other veterans uh, that are trying to find their way? So I think uh, the biggest transitional period is is that structure. They're used to it. They're used to accountability. They're used to... Um, you know, having somebody tell them what to do, how to do it, when to do it, you know, and, and have SOPs in place, standard operating procedures. But when you transition out, I mean, you, you have to hold yourself accountable. So my advice is to set preliminary short-term and mid-term goals and hold yourself accountable to ensure that you do hit those goals. And that's going to be some form of self-accountability structure. Yeah, great advice there. All right, Dad, the NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam-dunk deal, Dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. And, and since you did, I mean, you've gotten as far as you have here without the, uh, you know, the, the typical college degree here. I see a lot of entrepreneurs that, that haven't uh, gone the college route, yet they found so much success. So would you be, like, encouraging your kids to go to college the traditional way, or do you, or is there a better way to succeed? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you need um, – I mean, I'm, I'm not against education. I think that ultimately it's up to them. I don't think that you need it to be successful. Um, you know, I feel very confident in my marketability and my go-to market strategies that I could do circles around other people with PhDs. So don't let your limit of education limit your mindset of can I be successful without one or, and vice versa, oh, I've got a master's degree or a doctorate degree. Um, that doesn't mean that you're going to be successful as well. It's all mindset. 
Yeah, I, I believe that, Colin. I mean, I, I drive Uber on the weekends, and I see it all the time. I, I drive mostly uh, either kids that are in college or just got mm-hmm. out of college, and many of them are just uh, – they're majoring in – in these subjects, they have no idea why they're majoring in them or what plan they have to use this stuff once they get out. And the ones that I speak to that are out, they're working in jobs that are completely different from what they went to school for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Uh, it, yeah, it's very, very confusing on that part. Um, all right, uh, all right. Being a military guy, I know that you're uh, well disciplined. I would imagine, but what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? <laughs> um. I like accountability. You know, I, my with my son, it's definitely about you know respect, making sure that that he does have good grades while he's in school to play sports. You know, he's not he's a lot like me. I, I never was driven off of school. I didn't like it. My favorite, you know, uh, period or, or block schedule was PE. Right. I mean, and he's the same way. So I see a lot of him and me. Uh, my daughters are so young that it's it's pretty hard from a disciplinary standpoint with a you know, a six-week-old and a two-year-old to, to have too much form of discipline uh, because they can't really be communicated to. But with my son, it's definitely a, um, you know, uh, managing what he can do on his outside periods as long as he's accountable for his actions while he's in school. Um, yeah, yeah, well said. I mean, I have four kids myself, and one of them is an eight-year-old. And, and uh, we, we, you know, some of the struggle that we have here is with the video games and the technology uh, is your eight-year-old into that, and how do you kind of handle or monitor the technology with him? So fortunately, he would much rather be outside any day of the week. So I, I definitely, um, you know, I, I do see that all the time, and I think it's getting worse uh, every year. It's continuously getting worse because of the technology. But um, he loves just sports. He loves being outside, loves riding bikes. He's a typical, like, um I guess it would be the same concept of, you know, imagine me 20 years ago, that would be him. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, we've gotten lucky on that side so far. Okay, and obviously we've had a rise in these, um, you know, mass shootings, school shootings. I know there's been talk, uh, you know, about putting uh, police officers or veterans into the school systems. You're a veteran yourself. How would you feel about putting either veterans or, or, or armed guards or such uh, in our school systems? So actually, where I went to high school, we had SROs, school resource officers. So we had uh, county deputies that were on staff and that were there. So I don't know, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of schools that don't have that. Um, I think that it's uh, definitely a, you know, a great safety precaution to know that somebody's there that, that that is experienced and can handle something if it were to escalate. And so... You know, I was a military police officer, so the first level of defense is a show of force, officer presence. You know, if somebody knows that there's going to be an officer there, it may obscure something from happening to begin with. So by just them being there and having that presence and letting it known that there are deputies or, you know, law enforcement on site, it, I'm sure that it, you know, it makes a substantial difference just by their presence. Yeah, very well said. I agree. Uh, are, are you having any more kids, Colin, or are you all done? Oh, I'm having a bisectomy, so I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, got, I got like three weeks left. Yeah. All right, and, and, and you've accomplished uh, so much here already. What type of uh, goals or plans do you have here for yourself in the future? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm big on goal setting. So my goal is that Redline will transition within the next five to seven years into a billion-dollar company. Um, I'll end up doing an exit, and then I'll transition to being a um, 
uh, a VC, but with our own incubation um, and hiring some of the most talented people from around the world, whether that's direct from Facebook or Google, um, hiring specific experts in all fields, and then going in and uh, acquiring uh, businesses that are between you know, anywhere from $2 million to, to $20 million range in annual revenue or EBITDA, and then um, trying to scale those and hyper hyperscale it with their own resources. So that's ultimately where I think that will shine the most is uh, going in and uh, once I exit, having the capital to go in because my passion is for growth and for entrepreneurship. And it's it's really neat seeing something come from concept to reality. So for me, outside of just the money, it would be a lot of fun to be in a lot of different spaces, but then also use the company and the resources to help grow different verticals. So I know this organization, let's say I invest in a SaaS platform, I can use that with all other entities that end up being underneath my corporation. Um, so I guess similar to like a Mark Cuban approach, but um, yeah, I'll use Redline as a baseline to help fund everything, and then uh, once that's once I've exited. Yeah, very cool. That's very impressive. All right, last thing I want to hit you with here, Colin, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Um, I guess my advice would just be, um, you know, it it should. It, for me, at least, it came natural. Like, don't stress it until it's here. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that can work themselves up beforehand. Like, you know, this is fears of the unknown. You don't know what to expect. But um, just just trust your judge, trust your instinct. Nobody's, you know, this is all new to everybody at some point. And every every pro was once an amateur. And so that's the the best piece of advice that I could give is just to, you know, let uh, let nature do its course, baby. You know, and uh, and I think that for the most part, it'll come somewhat natural over time, and you'll develop some type of uh, th- uh, traits that you you know didn't really know that was there. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, this has been an honor for me. i got to say, Colin Wayne, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Colin Wayne for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, and drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast episode. I always love to read your feedback. And for those of you who stuck around to the end here to find out who next week's guest will be for some Monday motivation, it will be none other than the Wolf of Wall Street himself, Jordan Belfort, will be here with me with his wife, Anne. Do not miss out on that episode. It's going to be really special. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the rest of the upcoming guest announcements and lock it in for the rest of this week. Coming up on Thursday, NFL Hall of Famer and Heisman Trophy winner Tim Brown will be here. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers. Charlotte.